the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Come on, say, turn it around. Open the windows of heaven. Pour out a blessing. Overflow. Turn it around. Open the windows of heaven. Pour out a blessing. We've got the contact. Welcome to Beyond the Veil, a ministry of Dayspring Chapel. Arise, shine, and excel. Located at 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. As Luke chapter 1, verse 78 and 79 tells us, According to the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high has visited us to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death to guide our feet in the path of peace. Now, let's listen in to today's message from Pastor David Oluwadara. Created for God's glory. You are my glory, says the Lord. You are my glory. I created you for my glory, says the Lord. Hallelujah. Mm, It's wonderful. It's great to behold not just beauty, but to behold glory. Amen. It's one thing to behold beauty. It's another thing to behold, to look at glory. Wow. You see the rich, even Joseph of Arimathea, Nicodemus, one of the chief rulers, many rich men who met Jesus and bowed before him and submitted themselves to him and were amazed at him, were captivated by just looking at him. They were not caught up with the kind of clothes that Jesus had on. They were not allured by the shoes he wore. It was not the rings on his fingers that attracted them to him. It was not the eloquence of his words that caused them to say you are lord it was the glory of god the invisible glory though visible to the heart of man that really wants to see the lord wants to open our eyes to his glory so that we can be carriers of his glory for indeed god has created us his original initial intention is for us to bear his glory. Let us make man in our own image after our own likeness. And the psalmist says, you have created him and put glory upon him. God created man and put his glory upon man. But because of sin, that glory disappeared. And like we looked at some two weeks ago, the name Ichabod means glory departed. May the glory of God never depart from your life in the name of Jesus. Sin will cause the glory of God to depart. Sin will cause the glory of God to vacate your life. Sin cause the glory of God, the spirit of God to vacate the life of King Solomon. But God created man for his glory. And not just for his glory, God actually called man his glory. He said, you are my glory. I created you for my glory, says the Lord. In John 1, 14, one of our our scripture prayer prompters, which we're going to 
Look at quickly. It says, and the word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. John 1, 14, and the word became flesh and dwelt among us. The word of God became a person and lived among us, and we saw his glory, the glory of this person, the glory that is not like the glory of man, the glory as of the glory of God, and that glory has grace and truth. The glory of God carries grace and truth. So when you look at Jesus, or you look at somebody that carries the glory of God, you cannot but see grace and truth. Ordinarily, the eyes of man don't see grace and truth. But when the word of God becomes flesh in us, becomes visible in our lives, when we live out the word of God, then grace and truth actually become visible. People will see grace and truth. Ordinarily, you cannot see grace and truth. But when you submit your life to God, when you live for God, when the word of God becomes flesh, becomes visible, becomes palpable in your life, then grace and truth also become visible. People can actually see grace and truth. And the second scripture prayer prompter that we looked at before, Exodus 33, 18 says, Please show me your glory. This is the prayer of Moses to God. It says, please show me your glory. This is not just show me your glory. This is please show me your glory. He begged to see the glory of God. He begged to experience the glory of God. Is that your heart prayer? Is that your heart cry that you want to see, experience the glory of God? Anyone that prays passionately, anyone that cries out to God and say, I want to see your glory. Please show me your glory. God will show them his glory. And the last scripture prayer prompted that we looked at is Psalm 139 verse 14. Psalm 139 verse 14. You need to commit this to memory. It is very good. I praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works and that my soul knows very well. Hallelujah. It doesn't matter how the face looks. It doesn't matter how somebody sees me. I know that God has done a marvelous work in my life. And it's not about my appearance. It's not about how I look. It's about how God has put me together. For he has put his grace and his truth in my life. He has put his work into my life. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous is the work of God in my life. And that my soul knows very well. Mm, no other person knows it better than you. No other person should know it better than you. That you are beautiful. That you are handsome. You don't have to wait for somebody to say that to you. Before you know that, if you have to wait for somebody to say that to you, you are already at a loss. Know it yourself. The psalmist says, and that my soul knows very well. Even if you don't receive any compliment from anybody, even if you don't, people don't say, oh, you look good, you look gorgeous, you look beautiful, you look handsome, know it very well. Let God sink it down within your heart 
that you are fearfully and wonderfully made and God can put that right in your soul that you wouldn't depend on anybody. You wouldn't depend on people. You wouldn't depend on the externalities. You depend on internalities that God has given you. Those are your beauty. Amen. You are my glory. I created you for my glory, says the Lord. Moses' passionate prayer in Exodus 33, 18, please show me your glory, should be our prayer, our heart cry. Did you hear that? Moses' passionate prayer in Exodus 33, 18, that says, please show me your glory, should be our prayer, our own heart cry to God. What Moses was asking was not what he actually needed, but God answered him, answered him anyway and gave him what he needed. Amen. Many prayers, many times we pray. And what we are asking, what we want is not really what we need. What we desire, what we are crying for is not really what will do us good. If our heart is genuine before God, if we are honest before God, God will answer us according to the need in our life. God will give us what we really need. Amen. If we are genuine before God. If we are honest before God. Amen. Many times we don't even understand every prayer that we are praying. We don't fully understand. In this place, Moses did not fully understand the prayer he was praying. You know, he did not understand that because when he prayed the prayer, God answered him and said, you want to see my face? You are not going to see my face. You cannot see my face. Moses wanted to see the face of God by saying, please show me your glory. And God said, that I'm not going to show you. But you know what? I know your heart. What you really need is my glory in the form of my goodness, in the form of my mercy, in the form of my truth. That is what you need. So God opened his eyes. God proclaimed his goodness is truth is mercy unto moses hallelujah mm. so moses asked for the externalities the face of god god showed him his internalities god showed him his own internalities his character his nature god showed him mercy and truth amen moses wanted to see the externality wanted to see the face of god God said, that is not what you need. What you need is my character, my nature that you need to experience, that you need to see. So God gave him what he needed, mercy and truth. And you see, mercy and truth go together. Hallelujah. Amen. You remember that scripture that we read in John 1, 14? That the scripture says, and the word became flesh and dwelt among us and we beheld his glory the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. That is full of mercy and truth. Mercy and truth go together. Amen. Psalm 85 verse 10. This is just a little thing. We've talked about this before long, long time ago. Psalm 85 verse 10 says, Mercy and truth have met together. Righteousness and peace have kissed each other. Mercy and truth have met together. Righteousness and peace have kissed each other. Amen. Wow. Mm, 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 mm. Yes, Hallelujah. If 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 you have mercy, may you meet truth in the name of Jesus. If you have mercy, may you find truth to marry. Amen. If you are truth, may you find mercy to marry you. Amen. And righteousness and peace, same thing. Hallelujah. They go together. You know why? 
mercy has to go with truth. You don't just show somebody or give somebody mercy. You don't just say, okay, that's okay, just go. You are free. I show you mercy. I release you. They got to know the truth. If they don't know the truth, they're going to get in the same problem again. So God will show his mercy. And in his mercy also comes his truth. As you are receiving his mercy, he also shows you his truth. If there is no truth in the mercy of God, it's not the mercy of God. If there is no truth in the grace of God, it's not the grace of God. Do you hear that? There are many people that preach grace and grace and grace and grace. As if grace is a license to sin. Grace that does not have truth is not grace. It's not the grace of God. The grace of God has truth in it. We hope you have been blessed by today's broadcast. Come worship with us at Dayspring Chapel, located at 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. Again, that's 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. Sunday worship is at 1 p.m., Bible study and prayers on Wednesday at 7.30 p.m. You may contact Pastor David for prayers or counseling at 857-266-0778. Again, that's 857-266-0778. Until tomorrow at this same time, Monday through Friday, arise, shine, and excel.